For the next hour, I aim to entertain and educate you about music and causes that enrich your life. A delicious mix of talking and music we call fun philanthropy or fun-lanthropy, where the desire to improve the welfare of others is combined with music and fun. Woohoo! Yeah, my mission is to produce music and content that inspires giving. Uh, because generosity is a sign of love and growth. And lack of generosity, well, that's, that's about fear and stagnation. We don't want that. Today, you will get to reconnect with Band Central executive producer Andy Cadison who hosted this very radio program for five years before transitioning that role to me. 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 That's me. I'm Rob Freed. And welcome to Band Central Radio, where we broadcast the fourth Monday of every month on WPKN 89.5 FM here in Bridgeport. And on your audio device of choice... Anytime you want to listen via WPKN podcasts and WPKN live stream on YouTube. Yes, that's you guys on YouTube. Hi. As mentioned, we got a great show over the next hour talking with Andy. Hey, Andy. Hey, Rob. All right. <laughs> and we also have WPKN general manager Steve DiCostanzo here in the studio. Hey, Steve. Hey, Rob. How you doing? Good. And uh, Andy, good to see you back. Hey, Steve. Good to see you. Yeah. It's great to be back. Boy, that voice. How about that voice that he's got mm. there, Steve? Uh, just the one and only Andy Cadison. Great right? face for radio, yeah, folks. Yeah, look at he's even, uh, you've got a camera right on yourself as well. Beautiful. Good to see you. All right. So, hey, guys, let's discuss mental health. I'm going to throw out a little uh, tidbit here, and then I'm going to ask you guys to uh, to share your thoughts. Folks... <laughs> My first sales manager once suggested that I do a checkup from the neck up on my mental health and attitude. If we do that today as a society, we see a mental health crisis with, with no agreement on the root causes of the problem. We see evidence of homelessness, mass shootings, pressure on the prison system, etc. And it's similar to what we see in the environmental crisis as that manifests as increased occurrences of fires, floods, excessive heat. On May 23rd of this year, the U.S. Surgeon General issued an advisory on the profound risks of child social media use to mental health. Doctors and politicians are talking about mental health, yet as concerned parents friends, citizens, what are we to do, especially when we experience the problems up close and personal? Consider that people with brain disorders are put in prisons or shelters, given drugs or both, which addresses their symptoms, but does not provide healing and give society better outcomes. And we know this is in part due to the pharmaceutical hospital and prison lobbies and government being more robust than the mental health lobby. What will it take for us to address this issue? What can we do as individuals? We have not had a call for major mental health reform since 1963 when President Kennedy asked for a new approach. We need senior leaders to shine a light on the crisis and appoint capable executives. 
We need to sharpen our understanding regarding health. What Stanford and John Hopkins trained physician Peter Attia calls going from medicine 1.0 to medicine 2.0, where we move from treating symptoms to producing better outcomes. And better outcomes requires investing in prevention and recovery. You know, when somebody goes to the emergency room with a broken leg, we have a good process for treating this acute problem and releasing the patient once the leg is set and results have been achieved. But if someone goes to the emergency room with an episode of psychosis, they may be given drums, drugs to calm them down, though because we have no good process for treating acute mental illness, the patient will be released without improving their health. This is indeed a complex societal problem that cannot be solved on these airwaves. We at Band Central want to be part of the group of people, including you, our listeners, that is maturing our thinking and our consciousness toward a movement led by government and the private sector working together that uses technology and entrepreneurship to where we tackle the mental health problem from within the system. This might take the form of treating mental health as part of primary health, uh, improving access to care, and focusing on outcomes rather than treating symptoms. So that is part one that I wanted to talk to you about. Part two is Hang the on, following. I'm taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> part two is this is also personally a good time to do your own checkup from the neck up. By reviewing what I call our three P's, people, places, and purpose. So what I mean by people, it's essential to be surrounded by people that support healing and reduce tendency to self-harm. And this group can include therapists, teachers, support groups, coworkers, friends, and family. You know, there's a tendency among all of us for our insecurities to drive us to loneliness, though it is through meaningful relationships which we we achieve the core of a good life. There is no shame in having a team of support for mental wellness similar to having a dentist, plumber, or mechanic for support in everyday life. It's time to move past the stigma. Number two, places. You know, places can be thought of literally as a physical location where we reside, but also figuratively as the space or the mood we are in regarding security, our resources, our talents, and our possibilities. So that when things are going well, we tell our friends, I'm in a good place. Everyone needs a safe, clean home and other resources like employment, money, savings, and education. Our unique talents each need to be cultivated. Reality consists of both light and dark, good and evil. Managing our places effectively reflects light triumphing over darkness. And finally, purpose. You've heard me talk about this before on this program, but I suggest taking time to explore and declare your purpose in life. This includes knowing that your purpose changes over the course of your life. Purpose makes us less ego-centered and gives us an appreciation for how we are all interconnected in support. In, in short, purpose is about being engaged in helping others. It might be helpful to write one or two sentences about the one thing you are trying to bring about in the world. 
So a checkup from the neck up enables us to review our three P's and strive to be happy. In a moment, I will interview Andy. But before that, I'd like to start with a little panel discussion here with Andy and Steve on the question, what are your thoughts about mental health in society? And what can our listeners do to improve their well-being and the well-being of those they care about? Gentlemen? Well, um, far from being an expert in the uh, the subject, I'll, I'll talk a little bit about uh, some recent uh, news articles that I read, you know, uh, in terms of, you know, mental health, we went through this, the COVID, uh, you know, pandemic that was, um, uh, you know, really quite uh, an extreme situation for a lot of people. And in fact, uh, I think I, I read in the New York Times something to the effect that uh, about 45 or 50 percent increase uh, in those who are looking for some sort of of help mm. from either uh, anxiety, which is probably the m- most common uh, element that was uh, mental health oriented, or or actual actual depression, uh, and I guess you know maybe looking at like the glass half full yeah. approach. I mean, one thing that seems to have been seems to have have uh, maybe. Uh, you know, risen to a little higher um, volume of, of, of use is telehealth. And now I, I have not personally uh, been involved using telehealth, but I think that uh, during the pandemic, uh, I, I read that there was like a tenfold increase in the amount of people that were actually able to use uh, uh, you know, non you know private visitations, but just going on via computers or or telephone. So I hear you saying one of the positive things about COVID is that it brought to attention this topic, and that from what you're reading, certain sources are saying things are being done about this. There is movement right. in a direction. Yeah. Directionality is good. I mean, I, I I guess I contrast that. So yes, they, the the point was is that it's not it's here to stay. The the, the telehealth is is here to stay, and that uh, you know private visits are, are you know not going to be what they might have been once upon a time. I mean, we have better technology now. Right? I think the ease of the telehealth uh, opportunity is something that's given people access where they maybe didn't have it before. Mm -hmm. But I I just want to say, maybe backing up a little bit, that my arm is killing me because I'm shooting uh, with this camera. Amazing setup. I could I could hold that for a while. If you like. I'm good. It's yeah. you know it's it's all uh, it's all ca- part, it's like a two. yoga move. Okay, <laughs> Rob. <laughs> first of all, I wonder if we're out of time yet because after that intro, you know. <laughs> but I will. I you will, are using some valuable time. I know. Here. I am not talking about my, not talking about the subject. But well, I want to talk about the sub- subject. Um, okay. But I also want to say that you teed it up in a way that's just incredibly important. I personally think the mental wellness crisis in this country is the reason that we have all these shootings, problems with homelessness. If you look around and look at the tidal wave, the cacophonous roar of dysfunction, it all has to do with untreated mental illness. And, you know, without um, having societal remedies and all of us banding together, uh, you know, it's going to be an epidemic that continues to grow. 
No, I was thinking about that in terms of like uh, the the homelessness in in uh, like Portland or San Francisco, San Francisco yeah. or, or even New York, and and uh, so many of these folks that they, they, they have they don't have. Uh, well, perhaps they don't have the ability to, to you know, gain access. They don't, uh, uh, they've been turned away. You know, there was that one, I guess, what, 20 years ago when they pretty much opened all of the, uh, you know, closed down all of the big mental health uh, sanitariums, that type of thing. Right. And, and just put people out on the street without any real support. Uh, you know, you're right. It's basically since then you know, that society as a rule has given, we've all given ourselves permission to turn our backs on what is a systemic societal ill. And I think without causing, uh, you know, an uproar, it's a tidal wave. It's a tsunami yeah. of a problem. So I talked to some people recently that are in the uh, the market for uh, for health insurance, you know, and, and this particular individual uh, is is um, been sh- has been shopping for uh, mental health uh, uh, kind of a me- mental health focus. coverage yeah, right coverage that's going to be more more needed than medications or like for for the body it was really mm-hmm. for the for the mental health side of things and and th- this individual said it was uh, it was tricky. I mean, you have to really look at the fine print, you know, in what is offered, and you know, is there a copay? Is there you know is, is there a copay that's uh, you know every month? Uh, is there uh, some sort of a uh, you know a minimum? And uh, they were coming off of something called Husky. Hmm. Which is kind of like a, I guess, well, like a me- Medicare right. for uh, for individuals who are below a certain economic, you know, financial mm-hmm. line, and, and and I guess they're covered a hundred percent, but it's you know that that amount is easily you know for anybody that's kind of lower middle class is very tricky because then they go from having everything, you know, covered for the most part to a a really, you know, kind of staggering amount of money that they may have to pay, especially if they have a family, you know, if it's not just private, you know, one person insurance, but they've got kids that they have to support as well. There's a level of disenfranchisement that happens these days when people are suffering depression, anxiety, family systems aren't always um, able to help. So a lot of us wind up suffering alone and feeling completely alienated or it becomes like a, you know, a huge stigma to be able to get some help. Even just talking about feeling crappy is the beginning of, you know, that awareness is sometimes very helpful. And I think we need to encourage that. I think all of us need a mindfulness in a way, all the listeners that are out there who might feel a little crappy about something, you know, we all have an opportunity to get better. We don't have to suffer. Yet the easy road to recovery, to feeling better, is very circuitous, and it is not so easy. Mm, right. Yeah, and that, you know, that ties back to a tangible recommendation of review the people in your life, review your place, make sure you're in a safe, clean place and, and in a good space. And, uh, and get in contact with your purpose. Fellas, there's a lot we could talk about about this subject. I hope that just giving it 15 minutes as we did has opened up an aperture of awareness and acceptability. 
Um, for this show, I'm going to play a few songs that have been on my summer playlist. I want to take a listen now to Heart is the Hero by the Wood Brothers from their new album by the same name. We'll be right back. Um, now, Steve, we wanted to remind people that we are on uh, YouTube, right? Yes, we are live streaming uh, the show, and it is on the official WPKN YouTube channel. So the easiest way to, to find that uh, channel is just go to YouTube.com slash WPKN radio. So uh, we're right there. And then when you get to that page, there's a little button that just says live. So you're going to want to watch it live. You'll probably right see us uh, sitting around a table, not moving until you hit the live button <laughs> then then you're then you're watching Terrific. the stream and you yeah. you are listening to band central radio here on wpkn 89.5 fm on your terrestrial fm dial i'm rob freed i'm the founder and executive director of band central and also the uh host of band central radio in studio we have the former host of band central radio andy Caddison. what right. up people and what's going are, on and uh, G, uh gm of wpk and steve de costanzo oh, we're oh, going to oh, um <laughs> we're going to uh talk to andy in a minute but let me take a moment and update you on band central in uh 2023 we're going to perform 15 themed concerts to help local nonprofits raise vital funds um our shows feature you know amazing musicians performing amazing shows you know every season we we do different shows that we feature um this year we've been doing a rock oriented show called rock for hope we did a show that where we reviewed all the flower power period the Mm. psychedelic 60s songs from generation of love we've been playing funk and disco um american roots and also this summer we featured a beach and luau party. And I'm going to read you the names of some of these amazing nonprofits we work with. Operation Hope, Wolfgang & Company, Siri, Can, uh, Sterling House Community Center, Mission, Thrive, CLASP, Children's Learning Centers, Center for Family Justice, Fairfield Theater Company, the Connecticut Audubon Society, Common Ground, Cardinal Sheehan Center, New Canaan Mounted Troop, Kennedy Collective, and our very wow. own WPKN. Fantastic. That's a great what, list. What a list. Yeah. You know, yeah. And we're always talking with new nonprofits mm. and that we have not worked with before. And I'll tell you, we stand ready to help local nonprofits and musicians thrive. I want so, to so do you want to you know, explain a little bit more? Just uh, I know you talk about it uh, yeah. you know, every show, but some of the details. In other words, what are you really trying to do with these nonprofits? In other words, how are you how are you actually saving them money? Right. Well, a couple of things. One, nonprofits usually have a portfolio of events that they do. It'll be a gala. They might have a celebrity breakfast. They might have a dodgeball tournament, a casino night. Wait, did you just say dodgeball? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Just wanted to make sure. Yeah, do- that, that, yeah. Cardinal Sheehan Center. Terry O'Connor used to do a dodgeball tournament. It, it stuck in my mind. I c- couldn't help it. I had to bring it up. That, that's the one <laughs> thing you come up with, dodgeball. Well, just to give listeners the idea that there's an array of things you do. And we came up with about 20 years the idea of doing live concerts and making making it a little less talk-oriented mm-hmm. and more fun to, right. t- uh, to attend an event 
to benefit a nonprofit right. you care about. Because you, you put the whole band together, right? Well, th- that's what we I, do. I, so it's yeah. a couple pieces. Once we identify a nonprofit that meets the criteria we're looking for for a partnership, we give them a grant from our mm-hmm. foundation at the, at the uh, Fairfield County's Community Foundation. That grant helps cover the costs of the rental of the theater as well as paying musicians. And in addition to that, we want to give some working capital to them to their unrestricted grant. Mm, Um, So that comes from Band Central. Then we put on our event management hat, Steve, Mm -hmm. and we will produce the whole event with a theme. So the theme could be a British invasion, Beatles versus the Stones. It could be funk and disco. It could be psychedelic 60s. Um, we'll, We'll become part of the event committee to produce the event. And and the idea is do what you need to do to fill the seats so that people want to go to the event. And um, and then we also produce and help them with the giving aspect. How do you effectively do run a process of asking people for money so that they feel good about it? That's the easy part, bro. Well, that's like, what, that's like what the auction, like a like an auction process, like an auction yeah. process. We get out there, we hustle. Yeah. I've seen I've seen you, Andy, do incredible fundraising. Thank you, you make Steve. It so much fun, and and uh, you know, people, uh, the paddles are going up. It's electric. Yes, it is. It it's, is. Uh, yeah. It does. It does not uh, hurt yeah. that we and spike the punch. And you're still doing that for yes. Band Central Absolutely. many times. Yeah, right? we're yeah. going to be talking to Andy about that in a minute. But okay. thanks for the question, Steve. Did, do you sure. have a follow-up question? On no, that, I just I think just uh, I mean I'm I'm aware of that, but I think some people are trying to figure out. Okay, like it, it's a band, but what you're really doing is you're you're being, you're able to offset. Five to ten thousand dollars worth of expenses that a nonprofit might have to go through. We want you the know. nonprofit to be in the black from day right. one and provide some of the funding that takes the risk off the table. They still need to fill the room and engage their board and do Correct. a lot of. There's a, still a lot of work to do to right. have a successful right. event. Sure. Though, you know, we've done now about 160 events and we're we're starting to approach seven million that we've helped nonprofits raise. So yeah, it's, that's a, fantastic. it's been a great yeah. formula. Let me let me uh, mention some of the upcoming shows. So a week from Thursday on September seventh at Fairfield Theater, stage one, and there are tickets available mm-hmm. for this, is Rock for Hope for Operation Hope. I cannot tell you how vital Operation Hope is here in Fairfield County. Um, They provide food and housing assistance for those most in need. And it's just a great organization led by Carla Miklos, who's just a great leader. I couldn't be more enthusiastic about this. So for this show, we have Joe Bouchard, the, the founder of Blue Oyster Cult joining us on stage for a show that's going to play, you know, basically rock favorites. We've got Gabrielle Lakshmi on this show. It, it's just going to be fantastic. Ray Fowler, uh, Mike Marble, Pat Marafioti. So please check that out. Go to fairfieldtheater.org and consider buying tickets to the Operation Hope Rock for Hope on September 7th. Now, I also want to mention also at Fairfield Theater on October 20th, we will be performing our Rockin' rockin Halloween Bash for CLASP. That sounds fun. CLASP is in Westport, and they provide homes and skills life training for adults with developmental disabilities. Um, I also want to mention, if you're interested in something a little different that we offer... 
we often, when we work with new nonprofits, we'll produce a house party for them. So there is a house party that we're producing for the Connecticut Audubon Society. And the theme, the musical theme will be American Roots music. And um, so if you're interested in caring for Mother Nature right here in Connecticut, I'm going to um, I'm going to give you my email address. Contact me and I'll make sure that uh, we talk about getting you an invitation to the uh, house party for the Connecticut Audubon Society. So you can now, visit. Are you um, doing the birds? Are you going to be playing the birds at that show? Is that what's <laughs> happening? B-Y-R-D-S. Yes. <laughs> um, my favorite. Um, visit Experience Band Central to sign up for our monthly newsletter update, our tour dates, and follow us on Facebook. Um, you can email me at any time, R-E-F-R-I-E-D, at optonline.net. Also, I play bass and sing in some groups with upcoming dates, and you can check that out at robfreedmusic.com. Joining us now is Andy Cattison. Andy's a former executive vice president at Sony Music and a former senior executive at Viacom. He's currently chief creative officer at Topical Biomedics. If you've ever purchased Topperson, you you've have experience with that uh, product. He has extensive background in creative operations, marketing, and brand development. Um, he has developed and produced innovative, commercially successful multi-platform offerings that cut through the noise, and he's won awards. Um, Andy's projects have won Emmy Awards, Grammy Awards, Peabody's, Clio's. I can't even pronounce them all. And we've been very fortunate since 2007. So 15 years ago, Andy's been the executive producer of Band Central and currently hosts and serves as MC and live fundraiser for many of our events. Andy, welcome. It's great to be here, Rob and Steve. <laughs> so glad to have you back. No, so, you know, an interesting question that comes up for me is why did you use why did you choose creativity as your profession rather than something practical like your brother the doctor or my father the accountant or your father the, the accountant. cpa sorry <laughs> you know it's a good question and i like when you said that your hand went up very gesturing very positively you know what rob it didn't i didn't choose creative it chose me is really how it you know comes down to it. I was in uh, junior high school. I was in the uh, I was the film geek when I was in uh, sixth grade. I was in the projection squad at Roosevelt Elementary School in New Rochelle. I used to cut class all the time to play movies for uh, the classes, which my teachers loved. And uh, you know, it just was never any different. In middle school, I helped set up the first TV station at Albert Leonard Junior High School in New Rochelle. Uh, in in high school, I made uh, I was in an alternative program called Three Eyes, standing for Inquiry, Involvement, and Independent Study. And I made the film that the Board of Education used to help recruit other uh, misfits for that program. So I would say the short answer, if there is and one, then, and then it goes on and on. It just, that's a rolling stone that just kept gathering. Yeah. I mean, I was MTV in the 80s. I helped develop a bunch of different shows and projects. I was there at the beginning of MTV News, for example. Uh, that led me to Sony Music in the 80s and 90s, where I left as an executive vice president, and I ran the studios, and I ran the television company and signed artists and helped develop tons of programs. The first thing we shot at Sony Music was MTV Unplugged with Nirvana. And that was, you know, there's lots of stories there, yeah. right? So, and then I did pivot, you know, over the last few years into helping 
people through media and through wellness and to kind of go into a world where uh, things mattered and that we pursued excellence by also helping to raise the vibration on the planet. Good. And I, I think if your brother's listening, he's maybe he's saying, so why didn't I do that? Yeah, no, no. I wish <laughs> no, I a, would have a, done what he did. No, he's a successful doctor doing yeah. changing the world in his way. So we we all we dig that, too. So, you know, we were fortunate enough to meet and that's a whole other story. But talk to me about Band Central. You know, you always ask me uh, and I'm on the receiving end, usually of you creating content. But what gets you most inspired and I'm, I'm not talking about the past. I'm saying right now, what gets you most inspired about Band Central? Well, it goes back to our theme of the day, mental wellness, mm-hmm. mental health. You know, this is a moment that is certainly entitled to become a movement to raise the vibration, to help people. You know, as I was driving over to the station, I was wondering about what we were going to talk about. Not so much the mystery, because I knew a little bit, but what what I believe is that my heart space and my head space connect and that what I love about Band Central besides the food, because it's great, let's face it, the craft service is not bad, uh, you know, is, is being able to show up and get down and do good, is to be there for others in a way to change the narrative and to make a difference positively uh, on the planet. So I I hear you saying it's and it's almost like a different type of intelligence where part of you expresses your creativity in an entrepreneurial professional way through these companies. Right. But I think you saw a lane that part spiritual, part emotional, to be able to also use the creativity through Band Central. Well, I used to say, you know, that, Billy, you know that's what? true. And I used to say that Billy Joel may not, you know, may or may not need another special, and I'm a huge fan of Billy Joel, but uh, he didn't need me to produce it, and I worked on five or six different shows, and his daughter Alexa worked on my team. Um, more importantly, what I learned in life and in craft, if I could help change the narrative, show up, and uh, be there for others in some way, large or small, that was worth it, even though it meant, you know, a paradigm shift, even though I'm still doing entertainment. You know, Band Central represents a canvas and a way to be in the world and to be helping others. And one of the things I love about the way you are on show day is you do your homework before the show on the nonprofit, what they're raising money for, what the strategy is for how we're going to approach asking people for money. And then, you know, somebody has to get up on that stage and... Ask for money. Ask for money. Grab the megaphone. And you, you've never shied away from doing that. And um, it really it, it, it's an important, important puzzle piece in what we do. It so, matters. So you know. thank you. Yeah. Hey, talk a little bit about, so right now, you've got projects going on in your creative mind. Yeah, there's what, a lot are, going are, on, you man. Know, give us a little flavor. Like, what, what, yeah. what are you doing now that uh, listeners might find interesting? Well, I'm excited. I'm actually working through that company you mentioned to start a new venture that we're calling AltWellRx. There'll be more about that in the future. And that's going to be a platform that helps people connect to alternative wellness. So it's a little bit of thematically what we're talking about now. I also found a guy that makes 
Jerry Garcia guitars in California, and they're generally incredibly expensive. He makes them very affordably, so I'm actually looking to start an entertainment brand, a guitar brand, and to take that into the world. You know, it's a big deal. It involves raising money and doing a bunch of different things, Mm -hmm. but I really believe in the guy, and I really believe in the vision, and I also think it's great for young people and everybody to play an instrument, so why not? So we're going to be starting that, and I'm also back to finishing up my novel, my first First debut novel. It's a love story set in a rock and roll tour bus called Shooting Star. And, you know, writing is uh, hard and easy. So I got my hands full. That's fantastic. We're, we're, uh, we're about to listen to something else that I've been playing this summer. But before we do, Andy, is there a way that um, listeners can... Can, yes, find, sir. can find you that you'd be willing to share? Yes, yes. Well, uh, I have an email called Andy at downtheroad.fun. That's a new email, downtheroad.fun. Andy at downtheroad.fun. If you want to reach out, learn more about the Garcia guitars or wellness, Altwell RX or anything like that, and uh, andycaddison.com is back under construction. There'll be lots of ways to get in touch with me, and uh, I love that. Right. Wow, that was great. Okay, welcome back to Band Central Radio here on 89.5 WPKN in Bridgeport and listening live on WPKN.org and on the podcast. Still can't figure out how to get to that thing, but it's out there somewhere. I'm Andy Caddis, and I used to host this show for years. I was a regular, but today I'm a guest. And joining us now is the actual host of the show, Mr. Rob Freed. Hello, Rob. Hello, Andy. Welcome to the show. Boy, my voice is like a couple of uh, DBs different, you know, now that I'm a guest. Well, I've got, I wanna, I've got butterflies. I want to say uh, that you're doing a fantastic job hosting the show, and uh, I'm very proud of you. Uh, you've become a broadcaster, and uh, you really have synthesized everything that you've uh, been a part of over the years, and I can feel it on the show, and that's just so exciting to well, see. Well, coming from my mentor, and you are my mentor in this area, I uh, appreciate that. I take that as a true compliment. Thank you. Well, it's, it's very deserving. So Rob is one of the founding partners of Bridgewater Associates, where as head of sales and marketing, he helped grow the firm to become the largest hedge fund in the world. In addition, he developed valuable skills in sales, relationship management, and workflow, including possibly whiteboarding. Rob is also a singer-songwriter, bassist, producer, philanthropist, radio talk show host, and architect slash founder of the successful live-themed concert series Band Central. Founded in 2005, Band Central is a private philanthropic organization whose mission is to help Local nonprofits in the Connecticut area maximize their revenue potential. Band Central's mission to combine philanthropy and music is reflected in the mantra, show up, get down, and do good. Welcome to your show, Rob. Thank you. It's great to have you here. You know, I want to start out by asking you the same question you asked me in my interview, but it relates more to you and your background. After years helping to develop the important and lucrative work at Connecticut's own Bridgewater, one of the most notable hedge funds this past generation, you decided to retire and devote yourself full-time to music. I know you had taken playing music seriously since high school. For example, the legendary band you played in To The Max was just, you know, 
uh, something that was so special, and I've seen you guys play. So in retrospect, that seems like a pretty organic move, but maybe not to all your finance industry colleagues. How did that career transition fit with the worldview you had cultivated as a key marketing executive, and how did the experience serve you in ways that might have been surprising? I think the big thing is when I worked at Bridgewater and being being a salesman, a true you know, the craft of sales, I was so all in to what I was doing, traveling the world. They estimate that I've traveled, I've flown around the world 75 times doing business for Bridgewater. All at once, sir. <laughs> I, uh, I would say that I suppressed parts of my personality in order to survive at Bridgewater. I sur- and and that's, that was fine. That was, and you could put that in the category of how we make sacrifices sometimes. Um, but somewhere in there, about 20 years into my tenure at Bridgewater, I realized that I, uh, I had other parts of myself, other parts of my intelligence, emotionally, spiritually, that I wanted to express. And I, I retired for the first time from Bridgewater at age 42 to pursue music full time. And that was in the period that we started Band Central. That was a big deal um, back then. So I, I would say, you know, part of it is that. And part of it is this idea that... Um, you know, I, I think about that James Taylor lyric, the secret of life is enjoying the passage of time. And uh-huh. I, I wasn't willing to let more time go by without delving back into music, which was a childhood love. So I actually studied uh, uh, for five years at this SUNY Purchase, the conservatory there, while still working at Bridgewater, going late at night and taking classes and kind of upped my game so that I could be doing what I'm doing now. That's incredible. Two of my kids, by the way, graduates of SUNY Purchase, the best arts state school in New York. By the way, I have a uh, James Taylor song stuck in my head, but it's Mexico, and there's no reason for it whatsoever. I don't, I don't know what's going on there. Uh, Band Central is having another, another incredible influential and manifestly meaningful year what is the one thing about doing this work that excites you more than anything and what would you like to experience in the present that you would invite into the rob freed bubble that has possibly eluded you up until now well thanks yeah we are having a great year you know i mentioned we're doing 15 shows this year that'll generate about nine hundred thousand and revenue for nonprofits and we'll also pay out about 40,000 to local musicians. Um, so I'm, I take a lot of pride in that. We're also working with, in addition to our, our usual partners that we work with, cause we put a lot of emphasis on loyalty and continuity with some new nonprofits called thrive Audubon society. And it's also relatively new that we're working with operation hope. Um, the one thing that excites me about this work is it might seem selfless, but it, but through being selfless, it's actually selfish. And what I mean by that is that I feel like I I get anchored to the purpose in my life when I'm helping these nonprofits and helping their clients. And that helps my mental health. That, that helps. Good, good thematic tie-in, by the way. Yeah, you know, and I would also mention that, you know, when you consider me doing this for like 20 years, you doing Band Central for 15, these relationships that we've formed with, with our friends at these nonprofits, the leaders at the nonprofits, with many of the musicians, with 
the event spaces over you know that we use they're real relationships you know these are these are real friendships and that's meaningful so you know i treasure that I think that's really good. You know, going back to the theme here of mental wellness, mental health, how do you see yourself in a year's time? And more specifically, maybe to the point of today's show theme, uh, how do you see the topic informing some of your future work? Uh, And if so, how? I mean, it's a big question, and I know so, but, you know, does that matter to you going forward in some way? Well, I... You know, I spoke about what I call the three P's, people, place, and purpose. And I actually believe that's a format, it's a template or uh, a platform that can be used for development and for developing areas where each of us might be insufficient or need bolstering, almost like lines of development. You know, there's a reason, Andy, why when you look at the logo for Band Central, there's a pyramid, there's a triangle, and it's really meant to convey uh, this nod. Is that the Maslow's? Uh... That's, it's a nod to Maslow's yeah. hierarchy of needs and the idea that we're all on a climbing the ladder to achieve you know, self-esteem and then self-actualization where our self becomes smaller and we're helping other people. So I'm on that path. We're all on that path. And we try to help, you know, everybody, uh, whether they're a cancer survivor, somebody struggling with developmental disabilities, uh, somebody who's hungry or homeless, we're all on that. So I would say the first thing is living um, the three P's myself. And the, the second part of your question, I see within the next year, you know, I've broadened my view of what is creative to be not only playing music, but it's also like hosting this radio program and contributing to the content that WPKN offers. I've also been doing some teaching, as you know. Yes. Um, I'm, I'm going to be involved in some programs at Sacred Heart University. I teach some at the Center for Nonprofit Excellence at Fairfield County's Community Foundation. And I view that as another way to, um, to provide guidance and uh, kind of use this stage of my life to help other people be successful in their lives. I think that's fantastic, particularly when you think about inspiring others to, you know, it's never too late to find a deeper purpose, to get into another flow, to get into another lane. You know, one of the things I know you also love doing is your uh, side project, Bone Dry. Uh, you guys have really achieved uh, some just fantastic connection uh, in the community uh, with Barry, your partner. Uh, where where can folks uh, find Bone Dry when you're not doing Band Central gigs? Are you out there playing Bone Dry, playing a lot of upright bass this uh, summer, very inspired by Wood Brothers, among other artists? Yeah, I still love playing music. It's almost like somebody that just loves walking their dog or loves playing basketball or like Steve loves playing tennis. I love playing music with friends. And, you know, the way I know I love is because three hours often feels like 30 minutes. And I'm like, where did the time go? Sure. Well, that's a really good sign, uh, you know, again, of mental health when getting into the flow state. And, you know, it's Barry and I have just been singing together, playing music together for now for, you know, feels like it's almost 30 years. And so there is quite an experience there uh, with 
Bone Dry is the two of us, and then the special guests that we invite. So tonight, for example, we're playing Barry and I are front and center fronting the Connecticut Grateful Dead All-Stars at um, up in Morris, the town beach in Morris, Connecticut. It's about an hour away from here in Bridgeport, and it's all about people from the state gathering to oh, enjoy great. the music of the Grateful Dead. On I mean, a, you can't beat that. On a beautiful day, yeah. And it you know ties into your Jerry Garcia guitar thing. I know yeah. you're a big fan of that. Yeah. Um, but beyond that, you know, the best thing is to go to bonedryband.com, sign up for our newsletter. Barry. New swag available. Yeah, we, some, we, got, we, got, we got some bone dry T-shirts, but also, you know, like us on Facebook and, uh, and come to a show. Well, I think this has been a great interview, Rob. I think you did great as the host and uh, great as a guest. And I'd like to uh, take us out here to uh, a really nice song. Um, you know, music with purpose, it started generations ago. Classic rock really helped cement that. Uh, and let's take a listen now to Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young, uh, A Little Ohio. Right, right. And this is actually Neil Young performing oh, this in Neil. solo. This is Neil's performance of Ohio in Massey Hall in Toronto in 1971. Let's take a listen here on 89.5 WPKN. over Neil Young doing this, but I'm going to do it because we're nearing the end of our, our hour together. We hope you'll stick around and uh, listen to Rick Patrone spinning some jazz over the next couple hours here on WPKN 89.5 yeah, FM. He's waving to us right now. Yeah, the next there he is. Studio. Yeah. 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 Hey, and, Rick. Um, Peggy's you know, there, I, too. You're going to keep that music really high so we can barely hear you? You're going to duck it? No, man. I, I just, I just, it's hard not to do it. But. Rob at the board. Here he goes. All right. Bye, Neil. We love Neil. Yeah. Great show. Great show today, Rob. 
All right. This is the closing. Here you go. All right. So I just want to say uh, you can email me at refried at optonline.net. You can sign up for the Band Central newsletter by visiting experiencebandcentral.com. I want to say thank you to Audrey Neforis and Paula Murphy from the team at Band Central. Thank you, guys. Yeah, thanks. And I also want to say thank you to our guest, Andy Cadison, who is my friend and partner at Band Central and also a mentor for me on radio, uh, as well as uh, Steve DiCostanzo, a good friend and... uh, Steve's the Uh, best. Yeah, man. So, you know, tune in for our next show, which will be Monday, September 25th. And our guests are going to be Jeff Keith from Mission, the Cancer Survivorship Organization, Amy Barnow from the Connecticut Audubon Society, and Tracy Flood from CLASP. Um, Andy, what was your favorite part of today's show? You know, Rob, I I enjoyed all of it. I liked getting the word out about mental wellness, and I liked uh, learning a little bit more about you and your background, and I liked sharing a little bit of mine and just sitting next to Steve right here at WPKN. Likewise, Andy, sitting next to Andy. And Steve, uh, how about you? What did you uh, particularly Uh, enjoy? The whole thing. Um, You know, I just, uh, it's always, uh, it it, it means a lot, this this show. uh, It's a community show. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, we hope if you're, you know, having lunch in front of your computer, walking your dog, driving on 95, we hope you've had a good time listening to uh, to Band Central Radio. And we'd love to get to know you. You know, consider coming to one of our events. Um, they're right at Fairfield Theater. We often do them at Park City Music Hall. It's a good chance to to find out some dynamic charities that you can be involved with and first and foremost again i want to pitch you on considering coming to our september 7th show at fairfield theater for operation hope it's going to be fantastic with joe bouchard from blue oyster cult fairfieldtheater.org so we're going to hand it off to rick patron yes and we are wishing you all the best take good care bye-bye